1: Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. This is not Christophe Mallet.
2: Oh, I was just about, I was just about to pull you up there, Phil. Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty cheap, actually. I'm straight on the phone. I'm messaging him now, letting him know. <laughs> He's copyrighted that, you realise?
0: Yeah, that's headed more Montreal bonjour. <laughs> uh, well,
1: cheap, cheap. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this is Philip Gomes. Um, I'm the uh, managing editor of Cycling Central Online. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, but uh, Christophe is off gallivanting around France somewhere.
0: He's been chasing the clay of Roland Garros, and then I assume he'll be at the Tour de France
1: uh, with the women's football World Cup
2: in between. Ah, I the think.
0: football World Cup yeah. in between, yeah. and
2: in between, in between. I'm, I'm, obviously, I track him on his social media. He's 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 into these twenty-four hour uh, automated pizza things on the side of the road. <laughs> that, that's the new craze. He, think, he reckons we're going to open up a business in Melbourne, vending machine, 24-hour pizzas so, what in has,
1: France. What has happened to French cuisine? Oh, geez. Yeah. This is very disappointing. Yeah, that, disappointing. That's, that's another
2: topic for another day. Uh,
1: well, you're <laughs> listening to the uh, Zwift SBS Cycling Central podcast, and I'm here with David McKenzie. Hello, hello. And Matthew Keenan.
0: Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you may be listening to us.
1: And uh, as the boys were saying before we came on air, we had a rundown. Uh, before last night, but now we don't have a rundown, and you there's a tull, reason why. You
0: tore the rundown up at around about 10pm, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, we didn't even have the race on yet, really. Uh,
0: Chris Froome, when the news came filtering through, David McKenzie and I, we were preparing about an hour or so out. Yeah, from it was about an hour before. We'd, we'd been four. in the
2: studio about half an
0: hour, I guess. And the world stopped for a moment. And the internet went into meltdown. The speculation was coming through that he had crashed. Then the team confirmed that he did crash. Then the speculation started on what the level of injuries were. There was one uh, media outlet in Belgium, I think it was Newsblood, Newsblood, reporting that he'd broken his pelvis. Others reporting that he'd broken his leg. And then we were getting messages sent to us, in case you haven't seen, Chris Bruin's <laughs> crashed and he's broken his leg. You know. We just wanted to hold our breath and wait for confirmation to come from the team itself. Then on Chris Froome's own Twitter account, Michelle, his wife, had gotten on board and she'd written, we're yet to confirm what the extent of the injuries are, wanted to really stop the speculation, and she'd signed it off for MF.
2: (laughs) What else does that stand for? (laughs) You've watched a little bit too much Pulp Fiction. (laughs) We won't go there.
0: And then... It was confirmed later on that the injuries were pretty serious. Yes. Uh, Take uh, us through the injuries, David.
2: Well, the, the ironic thing is all the people who were jumping the gun before we had official comment from his wife or the team, they were actually fairly on the money. Broken femur. Yep. Collarbone, ribs. Collarbone, ribs. And is there anything with the hip?
1: I thought there was uh, I, some late mail said hip. Yeah. And I already read somewhere that the elbow as well, but yeah. that could be just the arm.
2: A- an ambulance took him to a one location, and then he was waiting to be airlifted. So that, that just shows the severity of the injuries, and he was in intensive care, knocked himself out. I mean, this is, it's tragic. We know bike racing as it is in its form, right? It's one of the most dangerous sports that you can do, hurtling down a mountain with lycra on and just a helmet on top of your head, negotiating corners, you know, it's not a skinned course. Yes, it's skinned of traffic, but he's crashed before he even turned a pedal in anger. Yeah. He was in the warm-up in the recon, and that's I feel really sorry, sorry for him for that reason because he knows the risks that are involved when you're in the peloton racing.
0: Yeah, just confirming, it was a fractured right femur, a fractured elbow, and fractured ribs. Ugh. That's the official statement from the team. The
2: is your biggest bone at, in your body, I think, isn't it?
0: Well, at 34 years of age, one of the other examples that has broken his femur and returned to the sport is Robert Hesink. Hmm. He has returned to the sport, but I'm of the view that he's not quite as good as he was before that break.
1: And I think his writing would just would, 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 would support that. Would support that, and I think. Uh, but there's another exception because Alejandro Valverde came back from a really was, bad, great, bad break a couple of years ago, and now he's say. world champion. So and, yeah.
0: and older than Froome, and older yeah, than Froome. But yeah.
2: Valverde's he's, he's Alejandro Valverde. There's exceptions. So has yeah. magic yeah. healing properties. There's been a few. I mean, there has been a few, hasn't there? Um, but look. We can, we can speculate and talk about it. The fact is now he's out of the Tour de France and suddenly it changes the build-up for a lot of those riders, and Matt, you said it just before we came on air, who thought that they were maybe fighting for a podium, mm. who now suddenly think... I can maybe win this race. It,
0: it opens up the race. We still have the defending champion going, Garrett Thomas, but yeah. he doesn't have that same intimidation factor as a guy that's won it four times. Yeah. And Garrett Thomas, as the outright th- threat to win the race, isn't as strong as just Garrett Thomas as opposed to Garrett Thomas and Chris Froome. And he looks like he's more beatable than Chris Froome. Yeah. Egan Bernal comes into the mix a little bit more now for Ineos, and he'll get a more protected role, but... He's had a crash himself in training not that long ago, and his preparation was interrupted because he was meant to be riding the Giro. So all of a sudden, this indestructible force that is Ineos looks beatable. And as sad as it is for Chris Froome, and I'm personally really disappointed for him because Chris is a super nice guy mm. from our side of the fence, really easy to deal with. I had him as the man to beat, and he was on target to join that very selective five club with Merckx, Merc Sino, and Indorain as a five-time winner. I think that's over. To hmm. see him come back and win the tour
2: next year at 35, well, for the good it's, time. Yeah, there's a lot of and, water to go on the bridge, isn't there, before then? But it's, it just makes it harder.
1: Yeah, and, and this time next year, Egan Burnell's going to be a year stronger. Mm. Right. So, and you what know, if
2: Thomas does go on to win? Uh, yeah, wins two in a row, then he becomes yep a bit more protected
1: uh, yep. in that role. It uh, the dynamic in Sky is is just uh, going to be interesting to watch. You yeah, know? Yeah. So,
2: and then I'll have Richard Carapaz.
1: And then it May, yeah, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> they've got too uh, much let's, money. Let's, yeah, they got too much money. So, I mean, but this is the thing, though, right? No matter how much money you've got. Right. This opens the door of beatability. Yes. You know, we look at we look at Movie Star, for example, which is a team that I've always been been high on. We'll get we'll get to Richie in a minute, I guess. But Movie Star has again st- stated that they're going to go into the tour with Valverde, uh, Quintana, and, um, and, uh, and Landa, and Mikel Landa, trying to disprove the fact that you know stupidity is not doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different mm-hmm. result, uh, which is clearly what they're trying to do. But yeah, you know. Well, they, they're wrong.
0: Valverde they're, cannot win the tour.
1: No. Well, Landa,
2: Landa yeah. won't. He's, re- he's not come on off the back, back of the Giro, Giro so he'll no. be there as a support role, whether but, or not. they oh, just- hang on! But hang on!
1: Hang on! Here comes Phil. Right. They've, they've got all sorts of issues because you know we're hearing rumors that uh, Quintana is going to leave. We got, well, he's at uh, the end of
0: his contract. That's
1: right. And also Lander's out. Landa's leaving. Right. And then you've got an aging Valverde. So. What do you they- mean aging? Uh, oh yeah, that's true. He's, he's not even forty yet. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's racing for thirty nine years. No, he's
0: he's announced his retirement. Yeah. He has. Yes. At the end of 2021.
1: Really? <laughs> Seriously. All right. I thought he was going to retire at the same time as uh, Rafa Nadal, which is going to be like sometime in 2065. You know, uh, there's this kid right. in
0: the Ukraine who's nine years of age, and they reckon he could challenge Nadal at the 2032 Roland
1: Garros. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, it, it, like this whole dynamic just changes a lot for a whole bunch of different teams. right? he yeah, and, does. And, and, it, and, and Ineos now,
2: they've got to select another rider. We're talking about the last two or three spots on INEOS, and we're talking about the riders that will fill it so hard because they're all so good. And, you know, not necessarily uh, guys that'll be good in the mountains like Stannard, you know, who's been to the Tour before, super rider. Now they need another guy to fill the role, not necessarily of Chris Froome, and even if they couldn't, they, they'll never fill that yeah, role. So they've right. got to get, bring in a guy to support Garrett Thomas and Egan Bernal.
0: Easy. Who? Jonathan Catherine Viejo.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Multiple Spanish time trial champion. He's top five at the world championships in the time trial. Can climb somewhere up in the 15th or 20th in the overall classification himself. Don't don't worry about how they're going to fill that spot. No, <laughs> they'll
2: fill <laughs> it. They'll fill it.
0: But so he's no not, one replaces Chris Froome. He's, he's,
2: he's not half of no. Chris Froome. Who is? So that's that's my point. They yeah. are... Yeah, they're beatable. It changes back to, it.
0: Can I go back to where Phil was before with Movistar? They have to put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. They've taken... Natal Quintana previously to the tour, and he's disappointed. But he has finished second there. He's won the Giro and he's won the Vuelta. He's looking as good at this year's Crouchy and as we've seen him at this time of year ever. Mm. Take the risk. Go with him. He's 29. Put all the eggs in that basket.
2: So, so what is it, do you think? Do you think management there are too scared to tell Valverde, listen, you've got to play... You've got to play the super domestic. He'll play that. He'll play He'll play, play that, that role. Play role, that role yeah. He will
0: now. But he he's still.
2: Now. But he's still. Yeah. he's obviously he's a racer. He's a racer. Valverde.
1: He's he didn't still want to play that to race. Role.
0: He didn't want to play that role two or three years ago. He'll yeah. play that role now. So right.
1: do do we? You know, looking at these lineups, looking at the different lineups that are come that, that, that are for different teams in terms of team leaders. Do we agree that movie star is the next most likely? Now that there seems to be a little bit of no. a – the door is ajar for, no. for oh, to
2: to potentially win the race. Yeah. No, no exactly. not necessarily. No, okay. I don't. Sunweb. Dumoulin.
0: Well, okay. you know who
2: I like. All right, come on, Yumbo Visma. How good's their lineup? Stefan Krusevich. He's, not, he's having. No, he's, uh, he, he looked good. He looked good overnight. He's riding well at the Dolphinate. They got he, such
0: a strong team. He lost his Grand Tour. He's chance to win one on a left hand turn. Oh, Gee, I hope not. In the Giro d'Italia. I hope not. In two thousand and sixteen. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, sadly. They, I, they they need some convincing. Uh, for me, Jeez, right, you're a tough audience. Yeah, you too. yeah. No, look, it's it's. You know, they they do have a great team, right? On paper, mm. but I'm still looking for that they'll definitive wins, result. Yeah, they'll and, win
0: stages. Hmm. Cruzbike can finish top five. It's a long way from fifth to third, and it's further from third to first. Yeah, true. Yeah,
2: no, I still oh, give a, what, I still uh, give them a you chance. You
0: know where Jumbo Visma is going to have an impact? How? How excited will Dylan Grunewagen be yeah. about going to the tour with Tony Martin sitting on the front with about five kilometres to go? Then Walt Van Aert being the second last guy to do the lead out. Oh hmm. my!
1: But that's a problem for them because there there is going to be that divided kind of thing. So I think that's effect- not a problem
0: if- because they don't believe Krusevite can win overall.
1: Right. If now- they
0: thought he could win overall, it would be a problem. Well, they know he can't. That's why they're building half the team really strongly, rightly so, around Dylan Groenewegen. Oh, they
2: have to. And Grunewagen, he's proven himself. Oh, he's awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: and, uh, yeah, he'll be there.
0: You know his theory on sprinting, on racing? Go fast. No. <laughs>
1: Push down harder on the pedals?
0: <laughs> no, even better than that.
2: Bouquets or bandages? Bouquets oh, okay, right. or bandages. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I like it. Win or crash. Yeah, win or crash. Well, it's you just... have to. They all, all sprinters have that It's, that it's great when you're lovely. young. Yeah.
1: Young sprinters. Yeah. So then you
2: get... It's not even... It's, crashing at
1: 24 is not cool either. No, <laughs> no, I'd
2: never. Just, you, you seem to recover a bit better than at 35, 35 or 40. still yeah, not cool. Yeah.
1: Well, then there's, as you said, Tom Dumoulin. I mean, does that change the equation for them at all?
0: Yes. Like, totally changes totally. the equation for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah because he and Garrett Thomas, they'll be pretty even when it comes to that final time trial of 27 kilometres or so. But... Dumoulin now, I think he'll be more optimistic and he will have gotten a lot out of yesterday's individual time trial. He will have gotten a fair bit out of being in the breakaway on stage two. He knows he's on the right path after that crashing out of the Giro d'Italia. He was nervous about finding where his legs were after the time off, then the training camp and now racing. He'll be confident. He'll be, he'll be It's the kind of guy that believes he can win and he's not easily intimidated.
1: And, uh, of course, the elephant in the room. Richie Hmm.
2: He's in a good place. I think he's in a great place. Do you place. think he's
1: been sandbagging this whole time?
0: No. No, this year? no.
2: He's, 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 he's just had a, a tough year. God, when is he <laughs> hasn't? I haven't had a tough year, but he's, <laughs> he's had, you know, illness that has really sort of hampered him since January, end of January. He started off good at the very, very beginning, and then the rest of the season. And when, when you're that good, you catch a cold. It doesn't even have to be a flu. You catch a cold. It can just set you back if you don't get on top of it immediately, and your body doesn't react in the immune system. It can set you back, and it has. It can almost they, escalate to man flu. Well, it just it does. <laughs> He's come out the other side. He seems like he has. He lost a minute twenty, I think, overnight in the in the TT.
0: Importantly, it, it was only about 30, fifty-four. Yeah, 45 or forty. 40, 40 seconds 50, on I think it's Dumoulin. seconds. I think to it's fifty-four seconds. I think it's Dumasland. Was it?
1: Oh no,
2: thirty yeah, thirty, 30 40, something on, but to Dumas. Yeah,
1: fifty four off the GC lead. Yeah. yeah, And
2: the other the other important point is, okay, the tour is three weeks off, so the beginning of the Tour de France is three weeks away. The Champs Elysees is six weeks away. Yeah. So you don't. Yes, you want to go into the beginning of the race in fantastic yeah. form, but for someone like Richie and like Dumoulin and some of these other riders who are coming back, they can take some good thoughts into their head that. They got six weeks here of form, mm. hopefully improving, rather than going in peaking and yeah. then potentially dropping off in the last four or five days and hanging on.
0: With Froome in the race, I didn't think Richie could win. Yeah. I thought he could finish third. With Froome not in the race, if everything goes right for Richie, he could.
2: Oh, he's a chance. He's a chance. He is
0: one of the guys that will shape mm. the final yellow jersey mm. in Paris. He's got to have a lot of things go right. Gee, he's going to be lonely though in the mountains. He's not going to have many teammates mm. with him.
2: Yep. That's true. He's I'm okay with re- that. I've always been okay but you know with that. You know why you're okay with yeah. it? Because you're not the one out there, doing <laughs> it. Yeah, you? yeah. I'm totally... When well, I'll be sitting on the couch or in our chair in the, in the truck at, on the finish line, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Just don't lose the wheel though, Richie.
1: And now, this, this is also a unique opportunity for uh, one particular gentleman to make a lot of mischief in, uh, in the mountain stages as well.
2: What nationality is he?
0: Uh Sicilian. Yes. Mm. I, had, I had the shark of Messina, Vincenzo Nibali, <laughs> down as the man for the King of the Mountains jersey. Yeah, on the back of a, another brilliant performance at the Giro, hmm. I thought he's going to go to the Tour, figuring he can't win the race overall. So he wants a spot on the podium in Paris. He'll target the polka dots. I reckon that might be on the back I, I,
1: I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He'll that, have a go.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it just it does, again, it gives so many possibilities, doesn't it?
1: I mean, it, it's, we he, know we know doing the Giro Tour kind of double is is diabolical. Yes. Right. But if anybody can make a lot of mischief, it's that guy.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Might not win it. No.
0: But it'll have an impact on who does.
1: Yeah. And then what about the
2: two the two French guys, Bardet and Bardet Pinot. Bardet can't win.
0: <laughs> Thibaut Pinot can.
2: Pinot can. Yeah. Why Why do you say that? I think he's it. Well, I like to first. I think he's yeah. in the best form. That he's
1: been in, Pinot. Yeah, in it, no. for his whole career. Who, almost. You, who
2: do you
0: want to address first, Bardet or Pinot? Uh,
1: yeah, because I mean, obviously, you know, the the French focus traditionally has been on Bardet because he is he is a he is a guy who's finished on the podium before. Yeah. Whereas Pinot always has that day, yeah, where he rules himself out effectively over three weeks. We can see Pinot performing over a, a six day tour, et cetera, and he does phenomenally well in, in specific stages, et cetera, et cetera. But he still hasn't really put an entire three weeks together as far as yeah, I That's a good point. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he's
2: due to that, and I think he's ready right. for it. Thibaut Pinot. Yeah, I think he's made it. He's finished
0: third at the tour, he's finished fourth at the Giro. But what I will give you with him. Yeah, yeah but, but he it did not it, it doesn't it, but here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the, he the didn't thing, win. right?
1: Well there done. there are guys there are guys that there are guys that do that. Yeah. Right. There are some guys that have that those kinds of results, but the performance throughout the arc of of a three week tour feels cohesive. The thing about Pinot, whenever I watch him race, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like there's a there's just, a plan. If on. you know what I if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, you know what, right? Because there is no plan. No, that, and <laughs> that's, an, what, that's why he's exciting.
0: He's an yeah. artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. why he can win. Yeah, because yeah. he can do something that we can't forecast. He he's not a power meter kind of guy. Mm. He's an artist, and. I think he's slightly better, not I think. He is slightly better than Bardet in the individual time trial and I think that he'll take bigger risks. Well, and he could yeah, he could know,
2: finish first or 30th. You, yeah, mm. that's right. That's right. Bardet you know, I'm will, excited about him. Yeah, Bardet will ride the way he rides and he'll finish Podium, he is or, more reliable or eighth, yeah. Or ninth, whereas whereas Pinot, you're right, yeah, could win it, That could finish 30th. Yeah,
0: mm. if you were making a conservative bet and you're actually, you know, putting your house mm. on the line, mm. Barde is the guy you want your, mm. your
2: money with yeah. because so that's he's reliable, you and I'll bet on Pinot. <laughs> you're calling me conservative. <laughs>
1: Where do you sit, Phil? <laughs> uh, look, yeah, look, I... I've, what's, long, what's wrong with putting your money in a long-term deposit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's boring. I'm, I'm, I'm it's not convinced. Totally. I mean, he's undeniably exciting and interesting, but uh, I just... He's not a guy I put my money on. Where's Bardet, I think no, he's... No, I'm not putting my money on Right, okay, You're putting money on it, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas Bardet, you know, he's going to ride a more calculated race and, you know, they're going to make an effort to... to he and to could, could attack on a descent. Yes. yeah, That's, yeah, that's yeah. the kind of thing... That's what I'm thinking.
0: And that's where Richie could get rattled. Yeah, As long as
1: it gets past stage nine. Stage uh, nine. Yeah, that's it, isn't well, it? Stage that's nine. That's yeah. the goal, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe later. Stage nine should after. be a rest day. Oh, <laughs>
2: just a flat, a flat sprint. No, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Let's just get him through it. Get him through the first two weeks. Yeah. Get him to the second rest day. Well, and all I'd, of this... I'd be um, confident then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we're we'll, we'll going to move on. on to that. Stage,
2: that. stage
0: oh, nine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's 170 kilometres. It's to Briod, the hometown of Roman Bardet, medium mountain stage. Bardet will attack on stage nine. There yeah,
1: there we go. It, somebody could be in the hurt box. Um, I'm not saying who. Uh, now, of course, all of this has come about because we, we were in the middle of the Dauphine, the Criterium de Dauphine. Um, and it's this is what's happened with Chris. But this race is still on. And now we've got Adam Yates, who is going to be racing the Tour de France. Michelin Scott has ambitions, They've kind of, they've been there in Grand Tours before, but this is the big one, and this is obviously the one that they want the most. Mm. And Yates is in this position now um, after having a, a pretty solid TT. A good um, TT. Is he going to hold it to the end? So we might as well reference the Dauphine because it is happening. So
0: Yeah, yeah. well, that is the key reference point. You look mm. at the past yep. winners of the Dauphine, or podium finishes, and their results of the Tour de France. It's the key indicator as to what happens in the Tour. Yates is... He's been fourth in the past. He's won the white jersey. Um, his twin brothers you know, won, won the of Walter. There's not a lot that separates those two. Mm. Uh, he goes in with less pressure than he did last year. He disappointed last year significantly. I think he'll be really good. I don't feel like he can win. The tour. The tour. tour de France, I, I yep. don't feel like he can win. Happy to be wrong. Mm. It'd be nice for... Australian cycling to see Mitchelton Scott win and for Jerry Ryan and all the money that he's put into the sport in this country, I hope they have a good tour because they've had a pretty average season. Their yep. women have been good huh. yep. their men haven't.
2: No, but, but he, sits, he, he sits in that, that group, doesn't he? A bunch of half a dozen riders. We go, oh, probably won't win, but now that Froome's out, it enhances their chances mm. of winning and he, he's a chance. He's definitely a chance and I think he'll win the Dauphiné. Yeah, I think, I think he can he'll hold win it. Dauphine. I think he'll hold it. Hmm. We'll find out very soon. He'll but, fight. Yeah. He, mm. what, he
0: what you can't criticize the Yates brothers for is strength of character.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: they're tough. Yeah, they're pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. just as long as they don't get Vincenzo nimbly upset about anything.
0: Don't no, that'd be good? I
2: mean, well, <laughs> I <laughs> it
0: makes our job easy, Phil.
1: Look, I
2: still think, and it's it's too late this year because his brother rode the Giro, so he'll be hmm. a bit tired. But I think one of them needs to not ride the Giro. One of them focuses on the tour, and then on the rest day, just do the old switcheroo. Ah, you know, yes, maybe, maybe it's like the super sub, the super sub on the second rest day. Yes, by How long lot, would that be? Well,
1: we have we have they know. we have doping. We they have doping. seriously would not know. Yes, they. We would. have doping. <laughs> we have mechanical doping. What what are we calling that one?
0: Uh, Stupidity.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, come on, right? I like come it. On. I, I think like it's good. it. Come on, Jerry, yeah. get him to do it. Yeah, yeah. you know you want to. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, what next? Huh? Okay. Sorry, macker No, you... I, was going to, I was going to digress. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to digress to the women's racing when you mentioned <laughs> mm. the and women's team having a good season because we've got Ovo Energy Women's Tour on. And ironically, you know, one of the biggest names in the sport, Chris Froome, crashes out. Mariana Voss, she <laughs> won the stage before, yeah. crashed out the next day. Like it's been a crazy sort of few days of racing in mm. both the men and the women and incidentally the Mitchelton Scott girls are going well there I think Sarah Roy no, was right. second or third on that, yep. just that third. stage yeah
0: Yeah, and there was a great post after the first stage by Jessica Allen splattered in mud drenched That's to the right. bone huge <laughs> smile on her face her attitude is outstanding I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the Giro Rosa and the Mitchelton Scott team they're fired up for it and you know they can win it again. Amanda Spratt is super motivated. Anna Mick van Vleuten, you know, try and beat her over a long period of time. Yeah. Um, and that's the most significant race of the season for them.
2: Yes. But the other thing with with uh, that OVO Energy Tour, I saw a picture on the first stage, I think it was, or the team press, the crowds. It's great, the isn't it? The massive crowds. Yep. Yeah. It's just so good. And I think whoever this... posted it said... Tell tell me women's racing, people don't want to watch women's racing. Yeah,
0: I saw that. That's where I want to pick his brain for a moment on this. Phil, I listened to one of your favourite podcasts recently from the Racket magazine with Renee Stubbs. They did a great interview with Billie Jean King. And she spoke about that period where they revolutionised women's tennis. And what they did at that time, at the moment we hear a lot of the Serena Williams, Nadal, Federer, the more established, the great stars, they talk about just wanting to win the majors. And Billie Jean King thinks that that's a... and that's disrespectful to a lot of the other events. And she said that when they were creating the WTA, whatever event they were playing that day, that was the most important event in the world. So from a... And it was supporting that event, the event that has been put on for them. The women at the moment, they're missing out a lot in terms of the amount of TV broadcast they're getting and so on, but that presents another opportunity for them. One of the things that we hear a lot is, why isn't there a Women's Tour de France? If I listen to that interview from Billie Jean King, the message that I got from that is for the women, stop talking about what if there's a women's Tour de France. There's not one at the moment. Talk about the fact that the Giro Rosa is on and that's the biggest race in the calendar. Don't talk about what they haven't got. Build what they have got. And And I'd love for someone like Billie Jean King to sit down with some people within women's cycling and steer them in the right direction uh, because the race is fantastic to watch and I Mm. want to see
1: more of it. I have... What do you think? Many, many feelings about this, right? (laughs) And I profoundly disagree with the women in professional cycling who continually argue to have what the men have. And I look at that and I think, well, the men's model is not working particularly well, so why would you want that? Uh, I I think I tend to agree with you. Keep going. So, you know, and I look at the Giro Rosa and I wish that it was in a pair of hands that could do something with it. It's a brilliant event. It's a brilliant event. And I think that the women's tour and the UCI would be better placed to just put all of their resources into making that the greatest women's cycling race each year.
0: Yeah. Instead of worrying about trying to Instead of worrying
1: about the tour and the politics and everything else, ASO ASO is an elephant, and they're going to do whatever they do. Um, um, You know, you can't avoid them, sure, But you, yeah. you know, ultimately, you can kind of ignore them a little mm. bit, especially since they've shown that they don't really have much of an interest in women's women's professional cycling. So it um, sounds like
0: you've got more faith in women's cycling than some of the people running women's cycling have. Yes, and I, you I, think I've the never product's better than what they're selling. At? Every
1: time we watch, every time they're asked to perform and they're given a stage, mm. and we see that, especially in opposite when when the men are running at the same time, we invariably come away saying, "Geez, the women's race was that much better." Why was the women's race better? Mm. There are a couple of reasons, right? one the racing shorter boom boom
0: yeah
1: i'm a big uh, big fan of shorter racing so am I. right and just they it just seems to be better balanced less controlled whereas the men's races tend to be super locked down there's um, a
0: predictable pattern predictable
1: pattern is very much a set piece kind of thing going on whereas the women seem to be a little bit more uh, wide open and a little bit more open to taking chances maybe that's a that's an effect of the position that they're in at the moment where they the, the, the stakes maybe aren't as high, even though that's a dodgy kind of an argument, maybe. But, uh, look, I really wish they would get away from that argument about wanting to have a women's Tour de France and let ASO be ASO and just focus somewhere and else.
0: create something that's, and create better, something for that's better for them. And create something that's better for themselves. they have
1: ownership of. And yeah. they, uh, that's exactly it. And this is what Billie Jean did, along with Rosie Casals and a whole bunch of other yeah. uh, women of that generation who revolutionized women's tennis and made women's tennis what it is today. They need to take lessons from that. You can only do better if you have your own destiny in your own hands. Well, yeah. that's
2: your strongest point of all of what you just said. He's pretty good, by the way. This is, yeah. You can bonjour, bonjour any time of the day from yeah, Montreal. You know, but yeah. the, the best part of what you said is men's cycling isn't particularly working that well. So mm. why why try and copy yeah. that? And yeah. I couldn't agree and more. And the
0: other downside is when there's the Tour de France and you won a women's race or there's the Tour of Flanders or the Amstel Gold race, one of the things that – we invariably do, and the race organisers do this, is we say the Tour of Flanders and the women's Tour of Flanders. Amstel Gold Race and the women's Amstel, Amstel mm. Gold Race. And that undersells it. Whereas when you, know, you and I are both big fans of tennis, we talk about the Australian Open. Oh. We talk about the Australian Open. Who's going to win? Oh, I reckon Djokovic will win and I think Simona Halep will be hard to beat. We don't say the Australian Open, and the women's Australian right. Open. That's right. So at the moment... It's a psyche. It's yeah. a psyche. needs to change. And yep. it doesn't create a ground of equality. Mm. Whereas we talk about the Giro Rosa, we're not talking about the women's Tour of Italy. We're talking about the Giro Rosa. yeah. And we're talking about who's going to win it. And we're not sort of saying it's there's the men's race and there's the women's race. It stands on its own. It's yep. a stronger product and yep. it's a brilliant race. And I, the only thing I don't like about it is I don't get to commentate on it, and I don't yeah. get to watch it. Yeah,
2: but yeah. I'd like right. to see a lot more. Well, it crosses over, uh, does cross over on the Tour de France, doesn't at, it? Uh, the, the first yeah. week or yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. We, we sort of, we're oblivious to it, unfortunately, well, because we've got our heads buried in in the Tour.
1: And and that's been a whole other issue because mm. I'd love to be able to cover that race, but it needs some o- it needs its own oxygen, mm. and they really need to change the date and move it away from any kind of juxtaposition with the Tour de France. Yeah, it can clash um, with the
0: Dauphiné and Swiss, but not the Tour. Yes, yeah.
1: correct. Yeah. Um, I don't see in you know. I don't see any issue with them running alongside the Dauphiné and running for two weeks, and along yeah. with that, in the Tour de to Suisse, and it gives us gives us a lot to focus on. So yeah. you know, look, I, I don't want to mansplain this because unfortunately, the three of us are all blokes, and we're yeah. sitting here <laughs> telling women we're telling <laughs> wish, women you're wrong. Can you do no, it no, 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 you us? Be, yeah, <laughs> should be listening to us. Sorry, I ladies. Someone, I wish I had
0: someone like Gracie Elvin here to have that conversation. Yeah, with yeah. Maybe that's one that we put on the agenda to, to talk to somebody like Gracie. Yeah. you know, when she's back in the country.
2: Yeah. Well, it's and happy to be shot down. Oh, By Gracie yeah. or whoever to say no, you're wrong because For sure. and and fair enough, mm. but yeah. but we want we it's want a good discussion. We're having we want we success. want it to work. Yeah. We want, it to, want work. it to work. There's a
1: reason we want it to work. We want it to work because it yeah. gives us more to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's more racing as yeah. a result. It's not just the same old dudes showing up at the same old races every year. We have an entire different cohort, a different style of racing, yeah. um, a whole oh, new personalities like to get to know. Too. Come on, it's a bigger mm. market. It's a bigger mm. market. It's more fun for everyone. And, of course, we want the sport to be equitable because that's one of the, one of the good things about, say, tennis is that there is a large degree of equitability within it, that sport. And
0: yes. Growing up in my house, the biggest rivalry – was Martina versus Chris Hefford. Yeah. That was bigger than McEnroe versus Borg huh. or Lendl. And that was in the 80s. You know, that's a sport that's a long way ahead of yes. where we are. And one of my favourite rivalries of the last 15 years in cycling has been Mears versus Pendleton.
1: Mm-hmm. That's been the yeah. best thing to happen in yeah. track
0: cycling for yeah. a long time. Mears versus <clears> Pendleton. Yeah. Brilliant racing. Yeah. Drama. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. China. So,
1: you know, we know it can be done. It's been done elsewhere, it's been done in the sports and then I look at other minor sports like mountain biking and triathlon which have always been male female mix. Triathlon's, you know, triathlon's and, equal. You know, been, they, but they they did that right from the very start.
2: It yeah, was always it didn't the same. Have history. It didn't have a
1: history. Mountain biking didn't have that history either. So they came in clean and they were able to create that environment so, yeah. you know, it, it it's better for the sport. Come on, ASO. <laughs> Pull your finger out. All right. I know you oh, pay the your round bills. Balance sheet's going well. But what yeah, happens yeah, next, yeah. Phil? Oh no, that's it. We're done. We've been here for thirty minutes. It's time. How fast did that go? Quick. Right. It was good. So, thanks, fellas. No so worries. We haven't resolved
0: right. anything. Nope. but We've opened up the oh, discussion. Gee, we've
2: opened the can, right. haven't we? Tell yeah. us.
1: Tell us what you think. All right. Shout at us on Twitter because I know you will because you do anyway, um, and uh, we'll be back. I don't know when we're we going to be back. Am I going to do another well, one of these? So next one is going to be sure. from France.
2: Next one could be from France. Yeah, stand by. I think Christoph and I, Christoph, we might do a we might do a crazy travel day one to yeah. kick things off.
1: Yeah, good fun. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. maybe not, but it'll be fun to listen to. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it from us today at the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. Um, See you at the Tour de France. Wow, it's here already. See you soon. Bye-bye.